again, everybody. Hi. It's Angie and Nicole. We're hanging out here recording this podcast. I got my coffee. Me too. Cheers. And, cheers. And mine's a little bit low, but I'm going to still suck on it because every last drop does not go to waste. Every last drop. I think I may have had a little bit too much caffeine in mine today because I woke up this morning dragging at 5.20. And that was that's like an hour later than I normally get up. That's nuts. I was dragging. It's Monday. Come on. And Obviously, so, you've had too much caffeine because you're not even letting me talk. Okay, wait. I'm telling my See? story. Go so ahead. I got up. I, I mixed my, my half and half coffee. Just a little bit, like a, a third with caffeine, caffeine. And the rest is decaf. And I sat down and did some Bible time. And by the time I was done, I was like, let's go. Yeah. So was it the half-calf coffee that fueled you? Or was it's it actually, the time alone with the Lord? It was a one-third coffee and the time with the Lord. There so, you go. <laughs> there you go. I set you up for the right answer. It was. I had a very good time with the Lord. Do you know, I just have to say, <laughs> this is a testimony that God is faithful because I asked him this morning to help me with this upcoming weekend for the um, night of worship that we're doing, which I'm leading. And there's a team that I'm leading that I, there's a lot of players and singers that I don't know. I've never worked with them before, but this is a community wide thing, but I'm in charge of the team. And so there's people that want to sing, but I don't know what their voice sounds like or what they're going to sound like. And so, and then, you know, there's <laughs> to be transparent, there's songs I want to sing. Right. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not giving that one away. And I know this one girl, I don't know her. I don't know how she sings, but she said, I can do this song in the same key. And I was like, but I want to do that song. You know, that was just me. Anyway, I spent some time with the Lord and I asked him to help me with planning for the weekend so that I would have a good list and I would know how to proceed. And he gave me this wonderful list. And when I looked at that song, I knew instantly she was supposed to sing that song. Wow. And it wasn't even a, a second thought for me. I was like, oh, that's her song. And I just put her name on it. Wow. So there you go. So okay. God knows what people need to do or should do because of their giftings, right? He knows. And he proceeded to help me with all of it, the whole planning and even the rehearsal and I was so excited by the time I was done. I showed my husband and I said, look, look at this list. Doesn't this look amazing? And all that was before 6 a.m.? Um, yep. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That's awesome, though. I, I mean, stretch, really. too, while I'm praying because I need to stretch. So I might as well kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. No, that's awesome. So how was your morning? It's, for those of you that are listening, we're recording on a Monday morning. So how was your Monday morning? Well, it's I early. woke up super early too, but it was not on purpose, not with no. an alarm or anything like that. So just kind of happened. Well, that's the best way to wake up. Don't you feel a little bit more refreshed? Because you do, you're kind of waking up on your own cycle. No, because I it was woken. Well, no, 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 no. Actually, I woke up several different times. One time it was, "Mom, I'm hot. Can I open my window?" Uh, uh, of course, you don't <laughs> have to ask. And I don't even know what time that was. Then my Evelyn, That's mom, funny. can I take a bath? And I looked at what time it was. It was 6.30. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And then I think I woke <laughs> up to Ian's alarm. And then I woke up to Evelyn singing in the bathroom when everybody else is in bed. And then Brian gets up. And then Evan is actually doing some training to become a lifeguard. So we had to get him up. And so, you know, 
I think that maybe you should get Ian a different alarm because this is a couple of times now that you've told me you wake up to his alarm. Oh, yeah. Does he not pick? Does he, he not turn it off? Do, no, he doesn't turn it off. And it doesn't that's why wake it him up. <laughs> it doesn't wake up Evan and they share a room together. Nobody else hears it but, but mom. <laughs> I think you yes. need to get him a different alarm. So when, when How you're, about you get him one of those alarms or, or go on his phone and record your voice going, get out of bed, Evan. Ian. He doesn't keep his phone in his room. I'm going to get one alarm oh. that's like going to smack him in the face. That's, that's <laughs> or what water dumps on him yes. at a certain time. Yes. <laughs> So when you're like, how did you wake up? I honestly, I woke up numerous times for various reasons. Um, yeah, that's always hard. It it was not so because the kids go to COG, Children of God, over at Mary Rutan Park. Yeah. Starts at 11. I'm like, all right, Allie and Evie are going to go there. Evan's doing his training. He goes over to COG. Isabel's working. Ian's working. I have a lady who cleans for me. I asked her to come on Tuesday because I just wanted the house to, to myself. <laughs> and guess what? I don't. You don't. Other than coming here. So this is my mini vacation. Like going, you know, just having coffee. You know, it's like I'm I'm going, I'm going out. I've got lunch. Yeah. I've got coffee. I'm all those things. I was crabby this morning because Ian works for a landscaper. He got a text canceled because of the weather. COG's canceled because of the weather. I have to pick up Evan, but I was gonna have lunch with Brian, so I'm not sure anyway. Wow. So I'm a little disappointed. For met, unmet expectations. Yes. Ah. Uh-huh. It's one of those days when you really hoped for and didn't get. I know. But start looking for the blessings in what you do have. Maybe that'll help change everything. I'm working on it. Because now you got time to spend with your kids and another day they'll be gone. Well, actually, <laughs> I have a list of Costco things for Ian to go get for me. So Ian's going to go. He's going to take the girls. So... Wow. You just got to shift. Of course. Uh, Don't you just love driving kids? I mean, kids that drive. Oh, Oh my (laughs) gosh. Sometimes they drive me nuts. (laughs) Evan needs to get his. He has his permit. He'll be getting his license soon. Nice. So it comes with the flip side. You know this. So Ian thinks that because he has keys, he can come and go as he pleases. Oh, has he got a car now? Well, we have one that he can use. Okay, gotcha. There's often one that's available. But literally, he does think that he... Mm. Is his own boss or his own whatever. So I've I've learned with boys that when they turn 18, they start to, it shifts in their brain. And they really challenge, especially mom, authority, because they're like, I'm an adult. And I went through this with my son when he turned 18. And we were in Kroger and he smart mouthed me and I literally laid him down on the ground. I, I tripped him and pulled him over and laid him right on the ground. <laughs> To, to shock the heck out of him. And this guy walked by and started laughing. And he goes, that's what you do. And he goes, I can't believe you just did that to me. And I said, you will not talk to me like that. You are still under my roof. And when you're out on your own, you can still be respectful to me, but you can do what you want. But right now you're under my roof and you won't treat me like that. So I appreciate hearing this. So Ian's on the advanced program with that kind of attitude, but he's 17. So, But it's still that time of the year. I yes. mean, that time of their life, because yes. they are getting ready to kind of, you know, kids think 18, I'm an adult, right? right? Because that's kind of the law. I always want to say, you know, if it's going to be 21 for drinking, make make it 21 for everything, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That way the kids can have insurance, you know, until they're 21, because right now it doesn't cover insurance unless they're in school and stuff like that. It's 
Are you sure? It's crazy how so, insurance works. It's changed a lot. I, and I don't know. I'm not an insurance person, but I know that when my daughter was still under me full time and she was a full time student, that we could cover her by insurance. Right. That that was our insurance. Right. Well, her dad's insurance, but still, she had insurance. And I feel like kids just they don't fully grow up until 21 or after, depending. You know, there's a lot of things that changed for me between 18 and 21. Right. And so this is that time of the year, I think, when parents are generally dealing with their kids because their kids have graduated. They may or may not be 18. They're all feeling it. The girls try to do it, too, but it's a little different. Right now, I'm having more issues with Alexandra, my 12-year-old, who acts all, you know, I don't even know what word... (laughs) <laughs> to describe what she is. And then Ian, they're just, they're wanting more freedom. They're wanting, you know, less. And they're seeing their uh. siblings having more freedom. And she's 12 and she wants more freedom. Yes. And they want, and you'll find yourself being more lenient with the younger ones. Well, I. And my kids always hated that. I'm already aware of that. It's been brought to my attention <laughs> from the older siblings. Yes. Well, I never got away with that. And right. you let them this and da, 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 da. And I always told my kids, well, you had the benefit of being one of the firstborn. The guinea pigs. And the guinea pigs. <laughs> exactly. And I've learned over life what matters and what doesn't matter. So just deal with it and then right. shut them up. <laughs> so I know Isabel, being 18, just graduated. We don't really have a curfew in place. It's just this, hey, tell let us, us know where, where you yeah, are. Where you are, who you're with, and just let me know when you're headed home. Right. And please, when you get home. Wake me up. Yeah, wake me up or text. We've been doing the whole text me so I can see what time. Yeah. So I can document that. Yeah. Um, and she's actually been coming home earlier than what she huh. did pre-graduation. Really? Interesting. Now yeah. she realizes she's got to get up early. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I have to go to work. Yeah. Yeah. Adulting. I yes. love adulting. Yes. You know, I, that's what my daughter was too. When she, I had two of them that lived with me when they were still in the house. My, my rule was, you know, I, I don't want to sit and worry about you and I'm a mom and that's just what I'm going to do. So you can't tell me not to. Right. But you know. You can do what you want. Just let me know. Because if then you're in a ditch somewhere, I know which ditch you're in. Truly. I mean, that's the whole idea. I had my kids on Life 360 as well. And it wasn't because I tracked them everywhere. Um, Even when my daughter was at university. Because I wanted to make sure she was safe. You know, there's just predators out there, especially for young girls. And and I needed to know that she was okay. And I, I, I didn't abuse it. And we had a nice... You know, like one time (laughs) it was really early in the morning and it said, I arrived home at work at home. I arrived at home. (laughs) Let's just say this correctly. And my daughter texted me and said, why are you just now arriving home? (laughs) Oh, she was following you. She was following me back and she happened to be up at four o'clock in the morning and I arrived at home. Well, Interesting. I had, and I can't remember what I had been doing. Ooh, I think that's I, not good. No, I no, <laughs> not like that. Oh, okay. I think I had stayed at a friend's and because it got late right. and I was tired and I came home early so that I could shower and get to work. So that's why I was coming home at four o'clock in the morning instead of driving late at night and and maybe falling asleep. I just right. stayed at my girlfriend's house and then drove early the next morning. For for a long season, you were living in one city, working in another city, and then you have your horse out at the stable at another city. You were like driving all the time. 
Yeah, every and, day. And then I everywhere. had a, I had a friend's house in another city because I was there for band practice and other things. And she would let me stay in her guest room whenever I wanted to. I still can if I wanted to. If I, but I was so tired after right. band practice, I couldn't make the drive back to Kenton. Right. And so I stayed at my girlfriend's house and she had a guest room and she practiced hospitality. So it was great. Awesome. Well, we we don't have Life 360. Brian calls it Spy 360. Yeah, but that's that's only if you abuse it. Tom was the same way. Tom took it off his phone for a long time. He said, I have to have a little bit of freedom in life. Right. And I said, okay. And But then he said, I'll put it back on. And I said, the only reason is because sometimes I sit and wonder, where are you? Because I might want to you know, have lunch with you or whatever. So sometimes I just like to be in your world for a minute and escape work. And it's not because I'm tracking you. It's just, you know, it's nice to know where you are. I like my husband. I like to spend time with him. And I like to be part of his world, even when he's working. So it's, so, it's not a leash thing? No, it's not a leash thing. He can do the same to me. But I'm always sitting here, usually with this <laughs> microphone in my face, so he knows where I'm at. No, but there's times when he has come just sporadically to the office and my car isn't here. And then he's like, what the heck? And instead of bothering me, he, he'll he'll look at Life360. And then if he knows I'm at the bank or whatever, then he'll text me. So, you know, it's just a matter of respect. I don't abuse it. My kids used to say to my daughter, how can you stand that mom is tracking you all the time? And that's because Tori knew that I was not abusing it. Right. I wasn't using it as a tracking method. It was just a safety thing. It's a good program. Again, you can only do it if you trust the people you're doing it with, which is what really burned me when Tom took it, took his off. Right. Because I'm like, why don't you trust me? It was for him. It was just getting over that control thing because he had a father that was very controlling. And mm-hmm. anytime there's a control issue, he bulks at it. But then he realized within that time frame that he had it off of his phone, he realized that that was what the issue was. And then he, he was okay with it anyway. So we know where each other are. Like he just went by. I think it's kind of cool. I got a notification that he just drove by just now. Yeah. Because he, I know when he comes here, right? Like he'll, t- I, I have it on my thing. So that when he comes to my work, I know he showed up here. So what's going to happen when all of our devices don't work? We're going to be free. <laughs> That's true. And not in, and we'll have to find other ways to communicate like we used to do oh way gosh. back when. You mean like talk? Actually talk See or maybe write a letter. Face. <gasps> oh my gosh. Does anybody know how to write a letter anymore? Yes. Ian got a letter from a friend here recently, a girl, and it, <laughs> she just basically indicated that there were things that she needed to express and didn't want to do it face-to-face, didn't want to do it over the phone, and obviously text. Anyway, I thought it was the coolest thing. And thank God she didn't do it by email. Yes. Who gets fired by email? I have seen it. People get fired by email. Isn't that horrible? My girlfriend in college, um, when she was out in the professional world, she sent in her letter of resignation to her boss, which the whole thing was crazy how it happened. She sent it to the entire company and she was instead of the boss instead of the boss (gasps) it went out it was this huge like she was oh no yeah i mean the stories to tell yeah it was crazy (laughs) it was not i wouldn't email it and that that for there's one reason why i would never email something like that she had to resign because she was actually intimately involved with the boss so i mean like there was like crazy oh there's just wait 
this is a drama ready to be recorded. And this was pre like cell phone time. I'm yeah. Anyway, gosh, that makes me feel old. I know. Well, considering when I was in high school, I lived five miles outside of town. There's no. It's a country, so there's no bus. School buses then. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) They did not have public transportation. My house sat on a line dividing the two towns. Uh, So my phone number was for one town and my boyfriend was in the other town. So I couldn't call him because it was long distance, (laughs) which because back there, back then, it wasn't like the cell phone where you can call anywhere and not worry about long distance. You had to wait till Sunday night after 7 p.m. because the rates were lower. (laughs) These are things our kids don't get. They don't know what long distance means. Right. Because every cell phone is is the well, same now, right? When cell phones came out, you had to buy minutes or you could only have we did so many long distance. Yes, yes I do remember or that. If you were linked with somebody that was linked with somebody, then you had an instant connection. Like we all got Verizon because if you had ten people together and you were all for That's right. But now like you have a phone number that you got when you were in California. S- California, okay. Yeah. And you keep it. Yep. My my kids have their phone numbers that they got from when they were here because they've had it all this time. So yep. why change it? So my daughter's living in Colorado with an Ohio number, you know, and so it's just so different now. And and now, no matter what phone you use, you just dial the area code and the phone number. You don't even have to dial one anymore because everything is a 10-digit ten- ten- number, which back then, I remember <laughs> as a young child, it being a four-digit number. You only had to dial the last four digits. You know, the only other person I know that knows that? Somebody really old like me. My mother. But oh, she's stop. <laughs> Seriously. She is so much older. She is. She's not so much older. Yes, she is so much she older. Is. She's 72. She is so much older. So, okay. She's so much she, older. She could not be my mother. She would have had okay. to been a very young mother. Okay. But my husband, <laughs> he definitely knows because he is older. Actually, That's funny. I think my mom, your mom and my husband are very close in age. No. My husband is 67 and your mother is 72. They knew the same people in high school, remember? No. They both went to Upper Arlington School. No, and I never knew that. When I went out to dinner with your parents, they <gasps> sat and talked about the same people that they knew from high school. I'm telling you, they're that close in age. People that were Tom's friends were younger siblings of people that your mom knew. Oh, my <laughs> stars. I did not know that. That's because you weren't invited to the dinner. That's okay. I probably would have had to pay. <laughs> <laughs> we're at that age now. I'm an adult. Mom, mommy's not paying anymore. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. I remember when I turned 50, my mom says, oh, my baby is 50. And I'm. My my son just turned 35, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, my son is 35. Well, I, <laughs> All this is making me feel very old. I thank know. you, Nicole, for starting out my Monday on a on a high note. No, go, go back to <laughs> thank you, Lord, that you now know how things are going to pan out for the weekend, for the music and all that. So you got to pick and choose what to focus on. No, but I love the idea of, of thinking about what our kids just don't know. I mean... I never thought that they would not know about long distance. I knew that they didn't know how to use a rotary phone or the last four digits or even back when we used to call long distance and give them our last four of our phone numbers or just our phone numbers so that they could bill us for the long distance call. Oh, back to that story. 
I got to go back to that story. Which when, one? The one that I said my my boyfriend lived in a different. Oh, yes, yes, okay, yes. and I couldn't call because my father wouldn't let me call long distance. I had to write letters. So all summer long, I didn't see him, and so I was writing letters with him back and forth. That's cool and and weird. Why is it weird? He just lived up the road. He lived five miles up the road. That was an eternity when you don't have public transportation. I took my horse to town one time, but that's a different story. <laughs> but I, I, I'm telling you, I, I, sometimes I rode my... I'm a visual. <laughs> one time I rode my bicycle, but I'm not riding it back because I lived on a hill and I was not coming back up that hill. So I used to write to him all the time. We would, we would write pages and pages of... Uh, pff, who knows what we talked about? Right. And then, then marching band season started where we were okay so our school did parades all summer long okay and those were our competitions okay so i marched in color guard he was a trumpet player and so on the weekends we would be getting together at all these different locations well we'd get on the bus and go and we had uh it's usually a fireman's field day if you know what that is it's just no, a local okay. local carnival in a park in somebody's small town they still have them and the firemen put it on and again, this was in New York. Yep, this okay. is in New York. And so they would always have a parade in the afternoon, and then we would go hang out in the carnival. And this was like every single weekend that was a different carnival parade competition. It was really a cool circuit to be on. So we got to see each other on the weekends, on the weekends. When, the, when the marching band shows, parades started. Cool. Anyway. That's that's my story about letter writing. That was the last time I think I ever wrote long letters. No, I didn't. I wrote it when I was in Peru. Oh, my. My sister, she's 10 years older than I. Okay. She used to write to me while I was in Peru. Well, one time I was sitting in class bored because when I was sitting in school, I didn't know Spanish that well. So I kind of tuned out at some point. <laughs> I sat there and wrote letters. I wrote her a whole letter that she couldn't even look into the mirror to read because I wrote each letter backwards. Oh my so the, gosh. The word was straight, but the, but so the word was written correctly, but the letters were backwards. So she was not going to be able to look in the mirror and read it. She had to figure out what I was I wrote her a whole couple of pages. Oh my gosh. I could like never that. do that because I'm not a very good speller. <laughs> I would screw it up the correct way, let alone backwards. What made you I was to do so that. bored. And you know what? She gave me back all my letters. I bet it's in there somewhere. Oh, <laughs> I have in my attic a stash of letters. My girlfriend I told you about in college, we would write each other throughout the summer and we would encourage one another and she would always put pictures and different colors and markers. And then when Brian and I were friends and then started dating, I have letters from that too. So there is this generational gap and they're mm -hmm. missing something these treasures yeah that I mean, you can hold on to yeah now it's now it's social media look at this picture look what i ate look how pretty i think i am you know yeah it's just not the same no it's not and the the worst part is that my kids don't sit down and write thank you notes because they don't know how to sit and write a letter i am so proud of isabel I told her, please make sure that you write thank you notes it really, for, for graduation. It really does make a big difference in future giving if you ever have to have something else. That's a good thought. It is true. However, you know what she did? She said, even if I got a card and there was nothing in it, 
I wrote them a letter to Absolutely. say thank you for coming. I didn't tell her to do that. She just did it on her own. Oh, you trained her right. As long as she ends up putting a stamp and mailing them, then I trained her right. She's writing them, <laughs> but she's got to go the extra mile to follow through, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, there there is that lost art. Um. Yeah, you can't hold on to a, a text message or an email the same way. I can tell you this, speaking of writing, my husband is a eloquent writer. Whenever we need to buy a card for an occasion, I let him pick it out. He knows just the right card. He just has that personality where he connects deeply with the card and the person all at the same time. You know, I find the funny one, but he finds the one that's just, it's just perfect. That's awesome. So I get a card from him and he writes this beautiful letter, you know, and he might stick it inside or he'll write in the card itself. And yeah. and he just gushes and tells me all this wonderful, blah, you know, it's girl <laughs> stuff. I love it. And I love getting cards from him Aww. because he knows the right card and then he writes his own stuff. And and it's so it's so funny because my ex-husband and I would go to the store on special occasions and pick out a card for each other. And I say, this is what I would give you if we were actually buying cards. Right, right. And he'd give me one and we'd laugh and then we'd put the cards back. I had nothing to hold on to. But Tom's, I hold on to every one of them because he just pours over them with so much, you know, time. And Do you feel like you have to reciprocate that? I do because it's his love language. Because this is how he communicates to me. That means he likes that back. So I have done, I've learned to do the same back for him. You didn't see this when you visited our house, but he's got a picture frame that the glass is missing and he tucks every card he's ever gotten into that picture frame because he treasures these ones that. that, that people write to him and they say something nice. He treasures them, every single one of them. So I love it when my husband buys me cards. And I know that I will make his day if I find a really heartfelt card and I write something in it and I just leave it on the seat of his car while he's at work. And he just, he loves that. Aww. And so for Mother's Day, I was a little mad at him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And he gave me a Mother's Day card and I wouldn't open it. (laughs) Angie. (laughs) I was mad at him. And he kept putting it in front of me. So childish. I know. I know. And he put it in front of me and I, you know, walk away, do something else. What did you say? And he finally I'm not goes, your mom here. You know, he finally goes, have you looked at the card? And I go, no. And he's sitting right next to me. I go, all right, let me look at it. And then, of course, it was beautiful and gushing and made me love him all over again. And no more mad. I wasn't mad anymore. And then the other day I found it tucked in something and he goes, what's this? And he's, he read it out loud to me and he read it with feeling because every word meant something for him. And that was just the stuff that was in the card. And then he wrote what he wrote. And I'm telling you, he is such a romantic. And he's learned, he's helped me to love and appreciate this romance. So there you go. I'm processing this whole, are you serious that you were so mad you wouldn't open a card? <laughs> you guys are going to have to get counseling no. for an anniversary gift for each other. No, no, no. It's fine. It's, it's just I allowed the enemy to talk in my head and... When I finally read the words of how much my husband loves me, it melted me away. And oh. So I keep all of his cards. We still have our 
vows because he wrote his vows on cards. Remember on the index cards? Yeah. And I wrote mine. No, actually, I didn't write mine. What I did is I opened up my app on my phone and I hit the record button and I talked to him and it wrote every word down. Yeah. And then I took that and translated it, you know, into a paper and printed the paper out and I read my paper at my wedding and he pulled out the cards out of his pocket. Anyway, we still have those. And usually on our anniversary, we watch our wedding video again and we read those cards again. Oh my gosh. Reminds us. (laughs) So did I tell you that I was gathering pictures in the attic for Isabel's graduation party and I came across our key and code to the safe in the basement that we haven't opened in oh wow eight years. <laughs> Brian's like, we've got to get this opened. And I'm like, I don't know where anything is. I'll call the company. And I was all prepared. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was so excited. So I like was dreaming like, oh my gosh, did Brian stash cash in here eight <laughs> years ago? What treasures are in there? I mean, like crazy, like, you know, being silly in my head, but just kind of yeah, dreaming. Yeah. So what did we do? We opened it up. And our wedding video is in there. Oh. Our VHS. Oh, yes. And you have a I don't player? think we've ever watched it. No, but I want to get, we've never watched our wedding. Our kids have never seen it. I have but a you VHS. You know what else was in there? Okay, I'll borrow it. Yeah. Yes, totally. You know what else was in there? Hmm. Our mixed tapes. <laughs> really? I had mixed tapes from high, from high school and college and one that I had for him. Oh, yes. yeah. Why would I put a Oh no, I used to keep those all the time. My my former husband when he was deployed, oh he gosh. would send me mixtapes all the time of stuff that he wanted me to hear and he'd record over it and, and he'd say was, stuff. This was kids don't know and I'm not kidding like you you'd record it on the radio and you'd have to immediately hit yes. record. And you hated it when the the DJ posted and guess. Yes. <laughs> people like you. Yes, we didn't like people like you. I haven't I don't even have a way to play them. I don't. Oh, Allie has a cassette player. Yes. I, I'm going to let you in on a little something. Do you have a library card? Probably somewhere. Champaign County Library has converters for cassette to MP3. Really? Yes. And you can play the converter there and it will convert to, or you can play the cassette there and it'll convert to MP3. Oh my stars. All I'm you like need is a library card. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like opening the safe thinking it's going to be something spectacular and it's mixtapes and VHS. I did find some coins in there. I don't know what they're worth or anything, but like, no. anyway. Isn't it nice <sighs> to have the treasure? But yes, I do have a VHS. It's in a box. My husband refuses to part with it. But also I'll at the library, it. you can get a VHS to There you go, promoting whatever. again. Yeah, I know. The library is a, the, the Champaign County Library is a bomb. I've, n- I've never been. I'll and all you need is a whirl. library card and they have this amazing like section. I rented a ukulele and learned how to play worship songs on a ukulele from the library. Really? Not kidding you. Are no. you in the market for one? I have thought about buying one. Okay, I'll, just I'll, just for the fun of it, just because I've always wanted to learn how to play ukulele. I may or may I may be able to hook you up. I I could do a, what a beautiful name. Uh, speaking oh. of which, I know we got to get oh, done here in a minute. Beautiful but I, name, Nicole. Go ahead. No, I saw that you have your Oh My Stars shirt yes. on, which is very good. That's that's part of the podcast. Woo. But I okay. The other day, stop pointing your finger at me. Tom, what? It's I. All fingers are coming at you. Um, Tom missed it, and I told Tom that he missed it. But missed what? when you were at my house and we went into the basement and my guitars were all there and your husband picked up and started playing yeah. really cool chords 
and picking and stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, he really is good. I'd never heard him play. I knew he had a guitar. I've never heard him play. But he was like, really? I kind of wanted to go, bring that upstairs. Because he was doing great. He's wanted to get lessons. He's self-taught. But what he was doing was fantastic. Well, he'll appreciate knowing that. <laughs> no, seriously. But I, I, I forgot that. I remember seeing a guitar at your house and you said that was Brian's, but I have never heard him play. Yeah, he has an electric and acoustic. And right now, Ian has them both. And it's so beautiful to see your kids evolve and grow. And Ian has said that his two favorite places to be are the gym, you know, huh, and up worshiping with the worship band. He's on the youth worship band at he church. He is. He is. And he has now joined the quote adult Good for one him. as well. He's like, those are my two favorite places, which that's cool. Totally is to me, totally like a man, like I'm going to work out. Oh, and then from the spiritual side of things, just connecting heart with the Lord. So, and now he's driving. And so this is why you're having problems with your 17 year old. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's that turning is into true. a man. Yes. And you should encourage yes. him to an extent. Yes. Yes. You know, I, he communication is the difference. Yeah. I always tell my kid, told my kids, communicate with me. You can do things you want to do at your age, but you're still under my house. We have to communicate. Right. Or drop kick them <laughs> in the grocery store. <laughs> so. On that note, <laughs> I didn't drop kick him. I just dropped him. I'm just saying. Anyway, on that note, we need to say goodbye. My coffee's gone. Well, mine's cold. So there you go. <laughs> have a wonderful week till we oh. get meet again. Bye. Bye. The Rise of Hemp Podcast Network.